What's cracking, big dog? Oh, welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE. Big dogs got to eat. And it's Saturday, which means it is Q and Assault Saturday, where y'all just assault me with all sort of harassment. Some questions, some good ones, mostly terrible ones with mostly terrible answers. And that's what we do on these Saturdays, you know? We help you decide your shit starts. You watch me look out the window very, very often. Uh, it's a good Saturday, though. I'm, fe I'm feeling fucking good. I don't know what that word was. It just came out of my mouth. It, like, three things came together at once. It's like a fucking running back by committee word just came out of my mouth. We got a goal line back. We got a pass catching back. We got a grinder. All came out of my teeth at the same time. That's what kind of day it is. I'm not feeling good. How y'all feeling? Peyton was good. Mike. Anthony, Logan, the boys are buzzing today. I could see it. I also want to touch on something quickly. We live streamed for the Thursday night football game. The Cardinals Seahawks, right? Animal and, and Steve and Snacks were here. And a couple of my friends that live in my apartment, Shannon and Mel came. And there were a couple people, uh, there were a couple people that said some, some ignorant shit within the chat. And uh, I had hoped that, you know, we wouldn't, come across those types of things because, you know, if you respect you, I mean, people that just say mean and, uh, and just say things to put other people down is just a reflection of their own insecurities. Like if you need to come into a chat and start saying shit about people, uh, on the screen to make yourselves feel better, it's, it's a sad fucking, it's a sad fucking life you're living. So hopefully y'all can get the help, but Thank you for everyone that was in there that ended up kind of pitching together a, a little gift for Shannon. We got her a nice bottle of wine. We got her a, a Christmas hat to get her in the Christmas spirit. We got her uh, some flowers and a gift card in which I told her that she has to take me out for margaritas. So, you know, it's kind of like a selfish thing. But thank you for like Travis and, and all those dudes that were in the chat that helped out with that. But what's good? Let's talk fantasy. Let's talk fantasy. Isn't Gio playing him or Zeke? I need to win this week. My first division title. Uh, yeah, Gio is playing. Of course he's playing. Why wouldn't he not be playing? Uh, Mixon is going to be out. Mixon probably is going to be out for a while. Um, I just saw a report where Zach Taylor is saying he's not ruling Mixon out for the rest of the season. So this could be a lot longer than we anticipated. Um, so that's a, it's kind of a gross situation there. Gio, though, we did see a little bit of, here, here's the way I'm looking at Gio. We saw a little bit of dip off in terms of work last week, but the game script was terrible. They were completely getting washed out. So we saw Samaje Pirine, who in his own right is just a washed out player. This is like his first good game in seven years. I, I had to fucking double check myself to make sure it wasn't actually his son playing on this team because we hadn't seen him in so damn long. But lo and behold, he got like 10 carries or some shit. But they're getting blown out by the Steelers. So I do still think Gio is the primary back. Tough matchup against Washington. I will throw Zeke in over Gio, though. I will throw Zeke in over Gio. Uh, with Dalton with Dalton in the lineup, I do think this offense will be okay. He'll be usable. He'll get. The, I, I have more confidence in Zeke's workload than Gio's workload. So um, maybe in a full PPR, it gets a little bit closer. But I'd probably take Zeke over Gio right now. Curtis was good. Sturdevant. It's a fucking... Power, that's a powerful name. We got fucking stirred of on energy this morning. Eric, what's cracking? What's cracking with you? Hope you got margaritas flowing through the veins. Just traded Thielen and Swift for Aaron Jones. Big Ben before the deadline, full PPR. Did I fleece him or get fleeced? Oh, yeah, I easily take Aaron Jones there. Now now with the had Swift, I, I'd take Aaron Jones had Swift even been playing this weekend. But now he's out. They also have their 
Thursday game on Thanksgiving, which means we could possibly miss him for two weeks. And two weeks out of just the remaining four or five weeks is a big dent in the revenue for the rest of the season. So, yeah, give me Aaron Jones there all day and tomorrow. Obviously, losing Thielen hurts, um, but wide receivers are much easier to come by. And it's tough to see what kind of consistency we're going to get going forward with Dalvin Cook games, with Justin Jefferson games, yada, yada. Hey, Nick, I missed you. Kevin, I miss you way more. I miss you way more. Nick, I need to. Robert Woods, Antonio Brown, Salvin Ahmed. I will be starting Ahmed semi-confidently. I got him going in my E-Town get-down league. I'm playing him over Darrell Henderson because I want no part of that Ram bike field right now. And I will take on the flip side, while I do want no part of the Rams backfield, I also really don't want part of their wide receivers. But, man, that's tough. Uh, I, I will take Robert Woods. I will take Robert Woods over Antonio Brown. Who are you investing in on sports cards? I have not made an investment on sports cards in like over a month. And the cards I bought were Joe Burrow cards, which still look pretty good. We need we need to have a, a couple spike ceiling games. And I still need to get I, I got to talk to uh, my guy who who sent them into PSA to get them graded. But I had a couple good Burrow rookie cards that um, that um, that were good condition and, and pretty high value. So once I get those back, I'll, I'll throw them up on the channel and see what, see what it's all about. Uh, otherwise, you know, DeAndre Ayton, he's my, he was my big investment last week. Fucking stonks up, baby. Swift. Good. What the fuck did that just say? Jack and tube and ho you are off that. The whole thing just fucked me up. Jack and tube HD Swift GT Herman. What the fuck? So for flex, Adrian Peterson, shark or Landry, uh, it's going to depend on what type of league. You got to let me know the scoring settings there. Mike, need two wide receivers, half PPR. Deontay Johnson, Cooper, Copper. All right, with Cooper, you got to let me know if it's Cup or Amari, T. Higgins, Bobby Trees. Deontay Johnson's definitely in my lineup. He's a top 12-ish, 13-ish guy for me this week. Um, I want to say Higgins and Bobby Trees are really close. Cooper's probably behind them. So I will go with T. Higgins there, man. He's done nothing but show us a fantastic floor and has nice ceiling games as well. Davis, Geo, or Boyd in a full PPR this week. Nick, thanks for the help, brother. I got you, Kevin. Uh, I'm definitely rolling out Davis, assuming that's Mike. If it's, if it's Mike, I'm going Mike. If it's Corey Davis, I will be going uh, Geo. Ryan, full PPR. I need three. Boyd, Balage, Fuller, A.J. Brown, Hines. Okay, so I'm starting Fuller. I don't really... To be honest, I'm not really worried about the matchup. Uh, I Have we got any insight on whether or not Seven Gilmore is playing? I know he put up an Instagram that he was traveling or he had his practice bag out. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm just not starting Fuller. There's no way. If you own Fuller, like you know what he's done for you this year. So I like Fuller. I like A.J. Brown. And I think I want to diversify the revenue a little bit with the positions. And I'll probably sprinkle Balazs in there over Boyd. A.J. Brown's another guy I'm putting in, I'm putting in my lineup regardless of the matchup. Logan, 12-team, dynasty, point per touch. Wow, point per touch, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely go with AP over Melvin Gordon there. Nick, I need one for my running back two slot this week. Damian Harris, AP, carry-on, or Ahmed, PPR. Okay, so full PPR, that's an interesting question because Damian Harris obviously takes a little bit of a dip in PPR, and we got Sonny Michelle coming back from the IR. So, um... Damian Harris, AP, AP's not. I'm probably still going to roll with Damian Harris, man. This is a Houston Texans D that's just so fucking terrible or so miserable that Harris is going to eat, man. They're going to keep that ball on the ground. AP, I like going to get the touches, but in PPR, 
not too excited about carry on. I like even less. I think he'll be the secondary guy to AP. And Ahmed, I like too, but with Breda back, maybe he, he doesn't really get involved too much in the passing game. Alex, full PPR, giveaway Jacobs and Fuller for Carson and Ridley. Uh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna hold on to the two guys that are actually healthy in Jacobs and Fuller. On paper, it might look like you want Carson Ridley a little more, but I don't know. I feel like you're double dipping into a risky proposition there. Salvin Ahmed or Jalen Rager and Flex. Uh, I'll go with uh, Ahmed there, Omar. Are you going to be doing the weekly Superflex rankings? Uh, well, no. Uh, Superflex, I mean, there's really no... The, the rankings I put out, out now have regular flex where all the regular positions are in them. And then I also have quarterback positions. So you have everything you kind of need. And there's almost zero... There's, there's almost zero discrepancy of starting... Uh, or there's almost no times I would start a position player over a quarterback. But if you have a if you have like a question where it's like you know Will Fuller or Joe Flacco at Superflex, you could drop him in here, obviously, and I'll I'll answer that for you. But assuming that's the question, that means like one of the guys that you would start over quarterback is like your fifth starter at a position, which means it won't typically come into that as a question. I don't know if that fucking made sense. Need them, but thoughts and big facts. Thoughts on. Browns backfield rest of the season. I have both Chubb and Hunt just rolling both out weekly full PPR. Yeah, uh, I like them. Like in full PPR, it's probably my favorite format to own both of them in because the one you're a little bit more down on, Hunt, I would take Chubb rest of the season. I feel confident about both of them as RB1s, maybe back end Moorish, and they'll both have their games. But I think between the two of them, it's kind of nice owning both of them because, you know, it, it's nice to have two guys that will have big games, but you know that between the two of them on a weekly basis, there's going to be 35 to 40 touches. So regardless, one of them is probably going to have a big game. Um, so yeah, I, I keep rolling out both of them for sure. Full PPR, Ahmed or Johnson as RB2 from Lauren. Uh, can you specify Duke or Carrion? Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be Carrion. If it's Duke, I'm going Duke there. If it's Carrion, I'm going to go with Ahmed. I'm also going to call him Ahmed. I don't know if it's Ahmed or Ahmed. Confidence in P.J. Walker if Bridgewater sits. Not a lot. I think I'd have him down as like quarterback 25 this week. Something like that. Quarterback 24, 25. Once we get more clarification on Teddy B and Matt Stafford and those guys, I'll probably go in and mess around with my rankings a little bit more. So um, the closer to game time you check the rankings, the more updated they're going to be because I update them in real time. And when you're on Patreon, wherever I post, like I might have posted the rankings on Wednesday or Thursday, but that same link will take you to the updated rankings every time. It does. I don't need to like repost new rankings or anything. That will. It's it's a dynamic, updated page. Also, for all y'all that are watching on YouTube afterwards, you can get access. You can get in thy live stream on Patreon.com forward slash B D G E. I think I got an animation for it. Let me pop that bitch up. Let me pop that bitch up. Where you at? Hey. So, you get access to the Q&A. You got our weekly rankings. You get the rest of season ranking, rankings. You get dynasty rankings. You get access to the Discord channel uh, in the offseason, which is cool because I want to have a way to, you know, to keep you guys around in the Patreon sphere and give you exclusive value in the offseason. What I'm thinking is we keep these Q&As on Saturdays going, but they'll be specifically related to like keeper and dynasty leagues. And I'll have Mike and Noah from bunk bed breakdowns. Come on with me Saturday. We'll split the fucking screen up like a pizza pie, have them on so we can get differing opinions on dynasty trades and, and off season moves and rookie drafts and shit like that. And then we'll have the ADP data because as last year started, 
we uh, we opened up Dynasty Leagues for the Big Dogs Patreon. So we opened up, I want to say, like 115 Dynasty Startup Leagues, which is fucking awesome because we're going to take that bitch and scale it up and make it exponential. And uh, that will be an awesome asset to not only us as a, as a company and a business, but to y'all as another value prop within the Discord channel. So this offseason, when you sign up for Patreon, you will have access to, uh, to Big Dog's Dynasty Startup Leagues, and uh, we'll make sure that you don't fuck up your draft. What else do we got in here? Standard, T. Higgins is a lot higher than Hollywood. I know it's hard to trust Hollywood, but the Titans D sucks. Yeah, no, there's, there's, listen, uh, same thing with Hollywood pretty much every week. There's a 0% chance I'm starting him over T. Higgins, uh, and there's always a chance that he outscores him based on one big play. But, like, listen, this is the same conversation for about eight weeks now. It's like, oh, Hollywood seeing targets, seeing air yards, but can't connect on anything. I don't know. I'm good. I'm good there. It's like you're rolling a dice. Five out of the six faces say T, T Higgins. One of them says Hollywood. And you could always land on the Hollywood, but play play the odds. Full PPR, flex Duke Johnson or DJ Moore. Uh, I, I feel I feel pretty good about Duke Johnson in the matchup this week. I, I don't have a lot of confidence in DJ Moore. Brad was cracking. Should I make a trade for Michael Thomas? I'm third in a standard scoring league. Uh, no, I, I'm not even... I didn't even read the RBs that you're talking about right now, but one, I don't want Michael Thomas in a standard league. Two, with Taysom Hill now at quarterback, um, I have very little confidence in the passing game having enough volume to sustain. Remember, he's a slant guy. He's 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 a high volume Jason Avant, right? So in order for him to produce at a high level in fantasy, especially in standard, like he needs a fuckload of targets because he's a guy that catches a lot of slants. They don't throw the ball downfield much, so his value takes a dip. Not only with Taysom there at quarterback. But with um, the standard scoring. Also, I'll touch on Taysom Hill for a little bit. I have Taysom Hill, I want to say, at quarterback 11 right now. I know they're like not confirming who is the quarterback, but they said he was the starter first. Uh, they said he was the starter first, and now they're saying they're on confirming it. But I believe Taysom Hill will be under center. They paid him a lot of money to do so. Uh, Jameis seems kind of like a backup plan. I think they wanted to see what they had in him last week, and, you know, why not? Because he's on the fucking team. Is he the future? Whatever. There's a possibility. There's a lot of outcomes with this game. I, I don't think Jameis Winston is going to have a lot of plays for him, right? If Jameis Winston's on the field, there's nothing that the defense needs to actually prepare for. It's just Jameis Winston throwing the ball. Taysom Hill, I do think, is the quarterback for this team. Does he finish the game as the quarterback? If he struggles in the first half throwing the ball, there's always the chance that in the second half, Jameis gets the start, and then they use Taysom Hill as they normally did with Drew Brees, right? It was a fucking quarterback by committee when Drew Brees was on the field. I don't understand why it wouldn't be now if Taysom Hill struggles. So what we could see is Taysom Hill being involved. Like, you, you know, obviously any running part of the game for a quarterback is going to be substantial and, and, and beautiful for fantasy. And that's what we're going to get out of Taysom Hill. So you like that. The problem is like a lot of the times you can't just sustain yourself just via running. Uh, so he's quarterback 11 right now. It's a good matchup versus the Atlanta passing D, but his points don't really come from throwing the ball. It, we also don't really know what Taysom Hill is at quarterback. Maybe he is a good thrower. Maybe he is an accurate passer. Like, we just haven't got a sample size of it. So he can come out here and sling it for 250 and a couple touchdowns, adding 60 on the ground. I do think we'll see him get into the end zone one way or another, non-via passing. Obviously, if he's in the tight end slot, if you're on ESPN or whatever the fuck, stupid-ass trash websites have him listed as a tight end or Flea Flicker has him as a wide receiver, I think which is fucking ridiculous. He's not a wide receiver. He's not a fucking tight end. He's a quarterback. He's been a quarterback on the depth chart. When he comes in, he plays quarterback, okay? He's a quarterback, but they're allowing you to play him in different spots. Um, 
So you get him into your lineup one way or another. You're not starting him over like fucking Travis Kelsey, but if he's a tight end, I'm starting him over like pretty much every other tight end this week and getting him into your flex somehow one way or another. Um, but again, if he struggles through the pass, right, if he throws a couple picks in the first half, Jameis Winston could very much come in and then Taysom Hill still has his, you know, 40% or 50% of packages as a running dual threat quarterback. That might be the best way to use him. But again, wide range of outcomes. I'm not immediately inserting him into my quarterback slot, but I'm not necessarily like fading him this week. I feel like I probably just contradicted myself like 248 times, but it's the way she goes. Anthony, first year using the uh, using BDG as a full resource guide. I'm sitting at my best record, nine and one, going bike to the chip. You love to fucking hear it. You love to hear it because for every nine and one are out there, we got like 52 one and niners. Animal. Standard, Damian, Damian Harris and CH are neck and neck, having a tough time deciding who to choose. Yeah, so I'm I'm just I'm just not gonna get cute there and I'll probably go CEH as of right now. I might have to update the rankings a little bit. Given what we know the floor could be for Damian Harris. I'm not, or given what we know the lack of ceiling probably is for Damian Harris, I'd probably rather have CEH. And now with Sonny Michelle coming off the IR, you just never know what the fuck you're going to get out of the backfield. So while everything on paper adds up for Damian Harris to have a good game, again, the range of outcomes is certainly there. Whereas CEH, I think, will produce and, and produce pretty well for you to the point that you won't be disappointed regardless of where on the range of outcomes he ends the week with. Melvin Gordon or Michael Pittman in one point PPR? Uh, ooh, that's really close. I don't know. Melvin's been so fucking bad the last few weeks. So is this just this overall offense on the ground. I'm actually, I think I actually would go with Michael Pittman there. Jadig. Brad, my wide receivers are, did you ask a question? Uh, oh, you asked the Michael Thomas question. Cracking big dog, Chark or Bernard half PPR. Yeah, it's, it's Bernard for me. Bernard for me there, TD, Militia. CJ was good. Jack and two. Oh, sorry, bro. You're apologizing for your name. It's good. Um, Swift got hurt, man. So for flex, Adrian Peterson, Shark, or Landry. I think I got you already. So I'd, I would go with. Uh, oh no, wait. Did I not answer that question? I'm getting dizzy. Hold on. <sighs> Swift got hurt. So flex, full PBR, Shark, Landry, Adrian Peterson. I'm. <sighs> It's really close. I would go with Landry over Chark in a full PPR, but I think I'd probably swing towards Adrian Peterson just based on the workload, based on the matchup. Um, I think it's probably Adrian Peterson for me, even in a PPR. Uh, Ayuk or Myers rest of season. I'll take Ayuk. I just trust the situation. I trust him as a talent. I trust them passing the ball a little bit more. I trust... I don't want to say I trust Mullins throwing the ball, but I trust the volume that this throwing offense is actually going to go with going forward as opposed to Cam. Mike, Tannehill in QB spot and Carr in Superflex. Loki wanted to run with one quarterback, half EPR running backs would be Henry Sanders and Jacobs in Superflex and just running with Carr or Tannehill. Thoughts? So you're asking if you should play if you should play either Sanders or Jacobs over like Derek Carr or Tannehill. And and no, uh, my I wouldn't do that. I would stick with the two quarterbacks. It's it's just so easy for a quarterback to put up 14 points, right? Like 14 points is an okay day for a quarterback, usually like their floor. When at, like at this point you'd be pretty happy with a 14 point game, 15 point game out of Sanders and Jacobs. So I think like the high end spectrum of those running backs is outcome 
is usually like the lower end of the quarterbacks. And that's kind of the way I look at it for the most part. Lauren, full PPR, Justin Jefferson or Chark in the flex? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to roll out Jefferson there because of the matchup. PPR, can I trust James Robinson? Yes, yes. I'm not even going to look any further. You, you keep rolling him out there for sure. What up, Larry? What's happening? What's happening? You know what I'm pissed about? I need like a... I, I had this bomber jacket, this like navy blue bomber jacket. I don't know why this just came up, but you said what's happening. And I was thinking about like last night I went over to Columbus Circle and I was shopping in H&M and J. Crew, and they can't find a fucking bomber jacket that I like. I had a, a navy blue one that fit me well. But the longer I wore, the more I wore it, the more like baggy it got. It kind of stretched out a little bit. And it's like this weird, like scratchy material. So I don't think I could, I don't think I could wash it, even though like now that it's kind of shot, I might as well try to wash it, right? And see what happens. Nothing to lose there. I went to these stores to try to get one that's a little bit more like slimmer fitting that I could wear like a long t-shirt under, but still like wear it when it's semi-chilly, like the weather in New York right now, where it's like 50 to 55, where you're not going out there in a t-shirt, but you don't want to wear like a winter jacket. I couldn't fucking find one. So I got to keep wearing hoodies and like, I like hoodies, but they're more of like a, kind of like a secondary piece to an outfit, you know, you know, that's what's fucking happening. That's what's running through my mind as we're talking about DJ Chark and shit. Will you have a different draft strategy next year based off of this crazy COVID year? Yeah. So here's, here's what I really like right now. Actually, this year is almost setting up perfectly for next year because people are obsessed with recency bias when it comes to markets, especially when it comes to the fantasy football market. So the strategy we had going into this year was running backs early, running backs often, right? Rounds one, two, you definitely want running backs. Rounds three, it's kind of depending on who's on the board for you. But rounds like four through eight, we wanted to hammer wide receivers. And that's why like my E-Town get down starting lineup is, you know, um, Thielen, Lockett, Terry McLaurin, Will Fuller, right? Those mid-round wide receivers. And we hit on a lot of them. And then we wanted to, luckily, Travis Kelsey fell to me in the fourth, so I got him there. But we wanted to wait on tight end. If we were taking a tight end later, you know, I, I talked about Darren Waller tons this summer. And if not him, then you wanted to double down on two guys in the later rounds, like the Jonu Smiths, TJ Hawkinsons, et cetera. Um, obviously, they haven't played up to like ceilings and they're not like great to have in your lineup. That was the overall strategy. I don't think things are going to change because something I talked about a lot during the summer was why we thought this wide receiver group was so... Um, heavily valuable in the middle rounds. And I said it was the year prior, uh, 20, I want to say 29 players, 29 wide receivers had 1,000 yard receiving seasons. And I was like, that was the most since 1980, I believe. And I was like, we're all going to be like, oh, this is such a deep wide receiver group, right? And there's no like high-end talent. That's why wide receivers were falling so heavily. And I was like, the market will come back to normal. We'll have some elite wide receiver playmakers this season shoot up draft boards for next season, right? We're seeing that with Devontae Adamses. We're seeing that with a couple guys that will probably start going again in the first and early second rounds. Here's the thing, though. The reason you took running backs were not because so many of them were good options. The reason you take running backs early, the reasons we took running backs early last year were because the scarcity at the position is so much higher than at wide receivers. That does not change on a year-to-year -year basis. You still have almost 25 options at running back that you could play on a weekly basis. And next year, you will still have 50 options at wide receiver that you could play on a weekly basis, 50, 60, 70 sometimes. So the scarcity at those positions will remain the same. However, the value of running backs will get better now because we are coming into such... Uh, we were coming into a year where everybody wanted running back so bad. So you had to What's the easiest choice you can make? 
Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply take them early. Now things will slowly adjust themselves back to running backs having a little less value, but you still want to hit the same strategy. Now you're getting them at a better value. Now you'll be getting some of these guys that you had to take at the back end of the first round, early second round at the back end of the second round, early third round. So I will likely, I'm, this is like a year in advance already, but I could probably tell you the same shit I'll be saying next summer as I did last summer. And I think it'll work out way better this upcoming year with that strategy. Skirt. How do you feel about Brady this week? Would you play Tua or Cousins over him? Uh, let me check the rankings I have. Almost definitely not. Um, so I have Brady at 12. I have Tua at 17. Kirk at 18. Um, Tua is just not getting the volume in terms of stats. Kirk against Dallas seems like a great matchup on paper, but this is a game where the Cowboys run defense is terrible. Fucking Charles Barkley would be ashamed. I would, I would love to... Uh, hear a segment from Charles Barkley on the Dallas run defense, it would um, it wouldn't even do it justice. So I imagine Dalvin Cook would go nuts against them, and it wouldn't be a pass heavy offense for Kirk and the Vikings. So I'll, I will take Brady there, even in the shit matchup. Standard league, I need to sit one of Derrick Henry, Kareem Hunt, Damian Harris, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson. Realistically, it's probably between Harris and Johnson. Yeah, so you're definitely getting D- Derrick Henry in there. You definitely have Kareem Hunt in there. Uh, you're definitely starting Terry. You need to sit one out of all these guys. Um, man, I, I think I'd probably sit Damian Harris there. Like, there's just... When De- when Deontay Johnson... I mean, he seems like the guy you might want to sit, but when that dude's healthy, man, when he's on the field and playing the full slate of snaps, he's been so fucking good. He's been incredible, so... The wife just picked up the champion black sweatshirt with the white BDGE. Love it. Best sweatshirt I own. Definitely buying more very, very soon. Hell yeah. The uh, the crew necks that we have going right now in the store, we've got four or five ugly sweaters, uh, ugly Christmas sweaters up there. I'm actually going to show them to you right now. Let me uh, get this up there. They say enjoy the ride. So if you go on bigdogsfantasy.com, we've got the store up there. Minimize that. Um, this is just one collection, but if you go to shop on the top there, top left, 
uh, you'll see the full slate of products. And we've got a bunch of ugly Christmas sweaters up and going. We've got the Welcome Bike. We've got a few Bobby S's up there. And these are very premium. This is probably my favorite one we got up there other than animals. Uh, how we zoom in on this bitch? That's a pretty good one. Might be a little bit intense for like a family party, but um, these are these are really well made. And what's you know it's tough because the pricing, as you could see, is sixty dollars. They are premium. They're very very high quality. They're made via you know Champion, the sweatshirt company. Um, but as people, we don't we don't actually stock inventory here. Anything I order, I pay for out of my out of my pocket. We don't have like sample products on hand. And those champion sweatshirts just to make my out of my pocket cost $40 and then plus shipping. So if I don't price them at like $60, we basically almost lose money on the thing. So I apologize for the, the high price on this stuff, but they're really, really, really high quality, the crew neck. So if anything in the store says premium on it, they are very high quality. And thus the price, I, I would eventually like to kind of pivot the brand to make all of the apparel, unfortunately high price, but premium. Cause I'm at the point where I like you know, I spend a lot of money on clothes and I like when the clothes are high quality. You know, you get what you pay for in life, man. That's something that is, is very cliche, but very true. Once you start getting things, you know, it doesn't even have to be clothing, but like anything, you start paying premium prices for it. Fucking reason why, you know, everyone goes through that phase in their life where like they just buy a bunch of shit in high volume, regardless of the actual product. And you, you spend like the cheapest amount of money on it and do, and, and it just breaks over and over and over and over and over again. Then the first time that you buy something like really nice or really premium, you're like, fuck, like I can't go backwards from this. So, um, and are all the sweatshirts champion brand. So right now, no, all of the crew necks are champion brand. All the ones with the images where like the sleeve is kind of fucking out like that. I'm not sure why that's a stock inventory. Um, those are champion. Um, so if it says premium, those are champion. The rest of them are like Gildan like this. The rest of them are the hoodies, the, the Gildan hoodie t-shirt or sweatshirts. I actually really like the quality of them. They're like perfect for just like a regular person, a regular dude. They fit really well. Um, but for the crew necks, I didn't really like how they fit. So I wanted to go a little bit upper for them. Shout out Corey. No, fuck Corrine. Fuck Corian. Cor however you say his fucking name. He never called us. Yo, full PPR, start Boyd, Crowder, or Ahmed in my flex. Uh, I'll go Boyd there, CJ. Ryan, standard scoring, Woods, Marvin Jones, or Chark? Uh, moving parts there, Marvin Jones would be my ideal guy, assuming Kenny Galladay's out. I think we already was ruled out. And then Stafford. If Stafford plays, Kenny Galladay's out. We're going to roll with, with Marvin Jones there. Yep, it's Duke. Thanks, guy. You're welcome, girl. Need a win this week. Would you roll Newton, Cousins, or Goff? Uh, Newton. Newton's definitely my highest ranked guy there. I mean, it's going to be ugly, but he's probably going to run the ball like 13 times. So, Trust Stafford or Dalton, two quarterback full PPR. I'm rolling with Tua as my short quarterback one. Um, yeah, so I have Tua at 17. I have Dalton down at 23. And who was the other one you had? Stafford or Dalton. So I have Stafford down at 27, but that has not been updated with the fact that he is likely playing. Have they updated? Is expected to start Sunday's game. So I'll probably, I haven't moved him up in my rankings yet, but he'll go up to, he'll go over Flacco, he'll go over Luton, he'll go over Walker. Um, I don't feel good about it, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have Stafford over Dalton. Ch -ch -ch 
DJ Moore or Geo full PPR at my flex. I'll, I'll go Geo there, Anthony. What's up, Nicholas? Make the Monday streams member-only chat. I don't know how to do member-only chat. Like, I could do member-only videos like this, but I don't want to cut everybody off from not being able to, like, hang out with the... Um, hang out with us and, like, watch the video. DJ Moore or Judy full PPR? I'm definitely going with DJ Moore there. I like the matchup more. And I, I, I feel like Judy's, you know, he's been good, but, like, a lot of it's come with, like, a quirky way of getting his fantasy points. Like, one deep bomb here or, like, garbage time in the last four minutes. So, I, li I like DJ Moore a lot. Besides the BDG lifestyle, is there any one fantasy advice guru you follow? Um, I listen, despite... Despite me having a disdain for the fantasy community and as a whole, I do listen to a lot of a lot of fantasy podcasts because I, I simply just don't have time to like comb through every single game and every matchup and every you know uh, situation. So I do listen to a lot of fantasy, um, a lot of fantasy podcasts. So I'll I'll bring up what I ha have on my rotation for y'all. So my 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 favorite shows in no particular order would be I don't have the established the run premium setup because they're behind a paywall for most of their shit. But when they do like an AFC or NFC uh, game rundown, I like to listen to listen to Evan Silva's thing. I listen to the fantasy footballers from time to time. I don't listen to all of their episodes. I listen to the injury prone podcast by you know there there are the doctors. Obviously, I like to do like the quick hitting segments of them going through the injured um, injured fucking uh segments of guys who are quickly injured so th this these are probably like the the core the core uh pods i listen to so you have fantasy pros fantasy pros really like puts the work in they have shit coming out they have like the sunday night they put a game recap in the injury prone pro football doc uh roto underworld and roto world football so i it's usually a combination of of those um of those shows so not one in particular but you know, when I need, when I feel like I need to catch up on um, some shit that I missed, like if I was gone for the weekend, if I went, if I wanted to like go out to brunch or something on Sunday, and I missed some of the games, couldn't watch Red Zone, I'll catch up via people who's had their head in the goddamn computer and TV. Gave up Amari and Pittman for Fuller half PPR. Yeah, I love that trade for you, Greg. Machu Picchu, PPR, DJ Chark, Robert Woods, or pick up Jacoby Myers from waivers. Well, Jacoby Myers definitely shouldn't be on the waivers. But I think I probably uh, I I don't know if I'd get him into my lineup right away. He is supposed to be seeing shadow coverage from Bradley Roby, but those guys are are pretty close for me in my rankings. I think I have yeah, it's actually really close. I Robert Woods is thirty, Jacoby Myers thirty one, DJ Chark thirty three. So Woods would be my guy there, even though the matchup's shitty. Zensaku, damn, that's a fucking name. Maybe Zendaya would actually notice me if that was my name. Good for you. Start two. More Boyd or Jefferson? PPR. Full PPR. Uh, Jefferson would definitely be in there for me. And then mm, more and Boyd are really close. I want to say they're back-to-back -back in my rankings too. Um, let me check where I got these guys. Yeah, I got, I, I've got Boyd above DJ Moore. So I, I would go Boyd. I think he's got the best matchup in Cincinnati this week among the Cincinnati wide receivers. What's up, Nick? Half PPR Dynasty. What's up, Wiley? Only I feel like Wiley, you've been around for a minute, right? I feel like every time I see your name, I always like Wiley. I'm wiry. But I feel like I've been doing that for years. Half PPR Dynasty only keeping eight. So far at Saquon CH. Keeping also have acres and interested in Higgins. Thoughts going forward. 
Oh man. Um That's so weird. Why do you why, that's more of a keeper league than a dynasty league if you're only keeping eight. I mean, you're definitely keeping the running backs. Yeah, at this point, I I I guess I mean you're definitely keeping Saquon. You're definitely keeping Swift and Dobbins because they could take over as a starters there. I think I really want to hold on to Higgins. Definitely want to hold on to Scary. Um I might throw Fant back in the pool, to be honest, and take Higgins over him. I might throw I might throw C I don't want to say C D, I guess, but I, I really want to have Akers and Higgins on, on my team going forward there. Just because again, the wide receivers are 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 kind of plentiful and you can kind of find them off the wire, but you kind of having a monopoly over all the running backs makes your team set up probably a lot better. And, you know, if a couple of those pop off, you could easily kind of flop flip them for a high end wide receiver. Nick, since Swift is out, would you suggest picking up AP or just throw in Kalen Bodge for RB2? I got Miles, and I'm watching for Eckler to come back. Uh, so for, for, for this week, uh, I would still be playing Kalen Bodge over AP. Full PPR, do I sit James Robinson versus Pitt? Pick two, Chark, Thielen, Godwin, Antonio Brown. No, you do not sit James Robinson. I don't know if that's exclusive to the next part of the question, but you're picking two, Chark, Thielen, Godwin, Brown. I would be throwing in Thielen and Godwin. Maybe, hey, Nick, should I start Jacoby Myers, Gallup, Mike Williams, or Tim Patrick? I have Jacoby Myers ranked highest there in standard i actually might pull the trigger on tim patrick over him um but i i probably just keep doing uh doing whatever jacoby myers doing uh what book am i reading right now i'm I'm, I'm reading a few things right now uh i'm reading i will teach you to be rich which is kind of like a finance book but this is the one i kind of just started this morning zero to one by peter thiel um i'm only i'm only like 20 pages into it. i'm only chapter three but this is what I'm working on right now. I bought a few business books from the Amazon store yesterday. I bought that and then the book right there you could see on my shelf. Profit first. Uh, I'm getting in a weird a weird spot in my business where like for a while all I really cared about was innovation and just like following whatever the fuck I wanted to do. But as we're growing, I need to be more conscious of scaling and like with scaling, you really need to have your numbers dialed down. Like you need to know the technical and logistical aspects of where you're going to be investing your money. And I'm getting just absolutely destroyed by taxes in, in New York City. And I've been looking like far and wide for a financial advisor that can fucking help me out. But it seems like none of them understand New York law. Like I, I get on a consultation with a financial advisor and they're like, oh, yeah, we're based out of like Texas or some shit. And I tell them we're in NYC. And then he's like, oh, wait, there's like this and this extra tax and law in New York City. I'm going to have to look into it. I'm like, bitch, you're a financial advisor. I don't want to have to get on the phone with you. And then you have not any fucking idea what I'm doing. I told you a week ago in an email that I'm from New York City. You best come fucking prepared. Like I come to this live stream wildly unprepared, prepared and ready to answer your question. You get on a fucking phone call with me as a financial advisor, me telling you I live in New York City. Don't get on the phone and then be like, wait hold on, there might be more taxes in New York City. Like, bitch, what did you learn in school? I don't get it. So with taxes being like 40 to 45% on my fucking business, I'm trying to figure out a way. I might have to go zero profit. I might just have to operate as a zero profit business and put all of the fucking money I make bike into the business so that I don't actually have to pay taxes. Not that I'm not okay to paying taxes, but like 45% of everything we make is a fucking absurd amount. 
I'm going to pay them to taxes, I might as well invest them into fucking books. Shh, fucking God damn it. Oh, boy. Uh, half PPR, two running backs, Henry, Sanders, Jacobs. Definitely yeah, Henry. Let me look at the. Let me look at where I got him. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Henry and Miles for me. PPR Parker or Ahmed. Uh, I, I'll go with or half PPR. I'll, I'll go with uh, Ahmed there. Appreciate BDG channel. How do you feel about dropping Kittle if you need a bench spot? Um, yeah, I mean if you really need it, sure. Plan ESPN takes Mills list at a tight end. Pick him. Picked him up. Should I start him? Uh, yeah, you should. You should definitely start him if you can. Now that Crowder's back, should I roll the dice and stick him in my flex over Boyd in full PPR and stick with Rojo in my RB2 slot or put in Damian Harris knowing he'll probably have a big game? Uh, I like Harris more than I like Rojo this week given the matchup, and I would I would play Boyd over Crowder. Only one thumbs up. Yeah, that's wildly disrespectful even though that's not true. There's 13. But if you are watching and if you're on YouTube afterwards and you've been watching and you're not really fucking annoyed by me. If you would hit the thumbs up, that would be fantastic. Goddard or T Hawk in full PPR? Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to trust either of them at this point. But I don't understand. I don't see how we can trust Dallas Goddard. He's do- he's done nothing. Thanks for all the help, Nick. Playoffs are a possibility in all four of my leagues. Of course, Zach, keep rolling, baby. How dare you make profit margins? I mean, listen. That's that's it's a double sided fucking sword here because we run an online business. So the expense like I have to make up expenses just so I don't fucking get taxed to a ridiculous level. Um, But like we run on a significantly higher profit margin than normal businesses do because we don't have any physical expenses, you know, or at least we didn't this year. Obviously, we did between the studio and camera equipment and shit. But y'all understand what I'm saying. Half PPR, sit one. Mike Davis, Zeke, T. Higgins, A.J. Brown. I will sit T. Higgins there. PPR, A.J. Brown or Deontay. Sorry, I thought I asked all my questions. Uh, They're back-to-back in my rankings, so it's kind of like flip a coin for me. They're same tier. In full PPR, they're 11 and 12, so. Only because I have no choice but to rank them in order. Half PPR, Flex Jacoby versus Texans, Ahmed versus Broncos, or Chark versus Steelers. Pick two for me, dog. Half PPR, we're going to roll with Ahmed, and we are going to roll with um, Jacoby pick two, man. We, I feel like we've gotten the same question 50 times in a row. Pick two, half PPR, AJ Brown, Robert Woods, Marvin Jones, Brandon cooks. We're going with AJ Brown and we are going with Marvin Jones. If Stafford is playing, we are going with Brandon cooks. If he is not playing geo or woods in PPR geo, pick a wide receiver and a flex full PPR, Mike Evans, Cooper cup, Antonio Brown, James Robinson. Uh, well, James Robinson, definitely in your flex for a wide receiver. I will take Cooper Cup in full PPR. I got some MT share cheap during the panic. Am I insane thinking Slant Boy is going to be decent? No idea who hikes that ball each series, but is MT anything worse than second option to Kamara rest of the season? Uh, probably second option, but the question becomes how valuable. Well, the, 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 the question becomes is, is he the second option with Taysom Hill quarterback? Because now we could have Kamara as option one and Taysom Hill as option two in terms of weapon. So he could be the option three in an offense that's not very pass heavy. That's where it fucks up try getting your merch but it doesn't shift overseas military anyway you can get it out to me personally the animal yeah sorry dude like that's that's what i'm saying like the the shit is just so expensive it's already really expensive to produce for me so to ship internationally is an extra like 30 fucking dollars to do that unfortunately so um 
I, I don't do like personal shipments like that because I it, it's it's too much of scale in order for me to to not have that kind of stuff automated. Unfortunately, I pro I apologize, my man. Even with Michelle back, should I still play Harris as my flex? My other options are Devontae Parker. Can I pick up Salvin Ahmed versus Denver? Yeah, I'd still be playing Damian Harris there. Half point PPRs, Ahmed, Marvin Jones, or Michael Pittman Jr. If Stafford plays, I would go Mike uh, Marvin Jones. If not, Ahmed. I fuck with it. I fuck with you. Higgins or Geo this week? Uh, Geo. You can't move to another state. Uh, I don't want to move to another state. Listen, there's a value exchange here. Like not business and life is not all about money. I value living in New York. I love New York City. I love the people here. I love the energy here. And that valuing that and valuing money are not on different planes for me. I take into consideration a lot of things. I take into consideration my proximity to my family and friends. I take into consideration money. I take into consideration my work-life balance. I take into consideration the lifestyle that New York presents to me. You know, all of those things, I factor into every business choice that I make. So while I understand I complain about taxes a lot, they're not my number one priority. I will always be fine paying for expenses, paying for taxes, as long as I can handle the shit that I value more so. Teddy B sits, you trust in Spaghetti Anderson over Leonard Fournette in a full PVR? Ew, that's ugly. Uh, yeah, I, I would probably still take, I would probably still take Spaghetti there. I think PJ Walker, like I'm not excited about him particularly for fantasy, but I think he's more than enough, more than a competent enough quarterback to help DJ Moore and Spaghetti stay relevant this year. Pick two full PPR, Ronald Jones, J.D. McKissick, Kalen Blage. Uh, the latter two, J.D. McKissick and Kalen Blage for sure. James, hey, Nick, been a big fan for a long time, and I've done YouTube and NFL YouTube for a long time, and I'm seeing success on my channel for the first time, but this is my first year doing fantasy content. Any advice? Well, if you're seeing success this year, that's fantastic. That means you're doing the right thing and you're going in the right direction because this was, uh, given COVID and given the lack of engagement throughout the summer and stuff, uh, it was much tougher to grow and, and have sustained success this year. So whatever you're doing, if you are growing and doing it correctly, uh, keep doing exactly that because next summer will be even better and the summer after that will be even better. Um, in terms of you know what you're doing, like the best piece of advice I can give is make sure you put branding first and sales second with a big tier gap. It's like having Devontae Adams and then all the other wide receivers after that. Brand first, sales second, because... Those will come when you focus on this. Uh, and what do I mean by brand? I've been thinking a lot about what a brand means. And I think my conclusion has come to the fact that what a brand means to me, a brand is the personality or the story of your of your company. And that means the authenticity. That's like that's like the same way you at, you find the person that you're most comfortable around in the world and you portray your story of your company with the same amount of comfort you would with them to your audience, okay? So like the way you, you guys see me act and talk, this is exactly how I act. Like if my best friend walked through the door right now, nothing would change. My voice wouldn't change. The way I say the word cunt wouldn't change. Nothing changes, right? That's what I think brand is about. You telling the story, but doing it in a way that's authentic and, and relatable. And when you do that, people fuck with you because they relate to you on a personal level. And everything's about building a community and... and um. Everything's about making, really at the end of the day, it's about making people feel less alone, right? And I don't mean that in a depressing way, but that's how you, you build a community because people have the same feelings about a specific thing together. So it's not like 
feeling alone, but it's like feeling together when uh, it's like feeling together about something that is unique, if that makes sense. So keep that in mind when you're trying to build a brand, man. That That's the way I've always done things. That's the way I will continue to do things. And it's led to good success. But if you're having success right now in this shitty economy of a year and the shitty year for football, particular engagement, then you're doing something right. And just, just keep working hard and understand it's patience over a long ass period of time. Move quick in the micro, move slow in the macro, and you will find your path. And that will conclude the mic drop of Q and Assault Saturday, week 11. I've got nothing but love for y'all that have joined me up to this point. Uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you've enjoyed. Uh, if you have any other questions, obviously feel free to drop them in the Discord channel. If you're not signed up for Patreon, patreon.com forward slash B-D-G-E. I love y'all for real. I'm out. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. Good luck in week 11. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.